Storygram Network. Hello, we have a show coming up for September 2nd. And by the time this comes out, it will already have been up in our gallery 2112 at the Sonoma Community Center featuring Michael Acker, All That Is Solid. His gallery show will be curated of works that he covered during the pandemic. He is a local historian and renowned artists that also just did work around the plaza, plaza history tours, multimedia collage, and more. Come and see his talk and see the works that will be up for auction, benefiting Sonoma Community Center, as well as the artist Michael Acker. His show, September 2nd through the 29th, it is free admission, and you can reach us at sonomacommunitycenter.org. Under events, you will find our gallery events. Hello, we are the Sonoma Community Center podcast, a place of creativity, connection, and community. We highlight the artists, teachers, and the community that come through the doors of our historic brick building, often called the heart of Sonoma. We share local tips and shout outs to our home, Sonoma Valley. And we are your hosts, Molly Spencer. Gerardo Diaz. We are the engagement team of the Sonoma Community Center. What's up, Molly? Hello, <laughs> man. It's been a while, huh? This day feels like Monday, even though it's Wednesday. Uh, you know what? It's so hot today, though. Like, my chonies are stuck to my body. That's oh, how bad great, it is. Great you know? start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is warm, and it's especially warm in the music room where we're recording. And we're just going to plow through it. So we're going to introduce our first guest. So he's sitting here going, what is happening? What's here? going on with this And it's Jose Martinez. Hi, That's Jose. Right. Hi, how's it going? Good, good. I'm going to say a little bit and we'll launch into it. We're going to catch up everybody. Just a note here. Not only does Jose have a couple of classes coming up and an art show that we're going to talk about soon. We have, I think, over 60 classes from here until December. Wow. Yeah. I know. 60. Dance, flamenco, culinary, art, painting, you name it. We have it all. We have it all. And it's the time, folks. Now's the time to sign up, okay? Let them know we're coming. We've got yep. some incredible artists coming through. And one of those artists is Jose Martinez. Ah, thank you. No, it's a pleasure to be here. So I think I came across you online a couple of years ago. It was during the pandemic, right? Yes. Okay. And let's just give you a little background. Your paint teacher, you've done bilingual paint nights here that were yes. pretty popular there, especially when people were first coming on board, as well as you're an artist yourself. Right. And you work or run a ballooning company? Yeah, I work for Cinema Ballooning. <sighs> Amazing. I want to get around that because that sounds so fun. But first and foremost, this year, finally, you are going to have a show during which I've been trying to get them to make you come here for two years. I'm like, what about Jose Martinez? What about oh, his show? You. What about your art, right? 
Thank you. Thank so you. So that will be happening and opening, I know, on October 7th through November 8th this year, as well as we're going to have an opening party for you on the 13th. That's right. Uh-huh. So the big reception will be Friday the 13th. So that's pretty Friday amazing. Friday the 13th. Yes. Yeah, it's epic. <laughs> for a Dia de Muertos show. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't be a better day. I'm excited. I love your art and I haven't shown you, but I know you were so kind enough to lend us one of your paintings that we could showcase in the poster, right? Oh, absolutely. So that's under works and it's going to be out pretty soon. When I do it special, I'll blow it up big. So this is amazing. Before we get there as well, we have a ton of Dia classes, but Gerardo is really actually leaning up the actual Dia de Muertos. I am. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> There's a couple of components we have. Out. We have sugar skull workshops, right? Oh, cool. We have papel picado. Papel picado, mm-hmm. and then we also going to have pan de muerto. Oh, great! Good. And oh, that'll be good. Day before Dia Tamales. Yeah, so we're changing it to the 29th. It's going to be a Sunday, and we're going to have a community workshop like a tamale making. So we're going to make tamales. The community is going to help us, and then that's what we're going to eat November 2nd. And on November 2nd here, it's expanded and it's going to be a great event. But often what's happened for many years is there's an altar that's out in front of the building that Jim Callahan made. It's really kind of a sculpture, but we invite the whole community to submit a painting of a loved one that we could put up. We also have people that have been in the community for the past years that we put up there as well. So there's a kind of a lighting ceremony. Yeah. And then we're going to expand that. And are the dancers still on? Yeah. So we're going to have a baile folklorico from uh, Quetzalén. So Victor Ferrer's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. It'll be about really that. good. You know, so it'll be food, dancing, looking for music, maybe. Don't yeah. know yet, but that could work. We're going to have a fun day, though, a fun night, too. And there's so much to look at. I mean, everywhere, too, because your gallery show, Jose, will be open. So travel all over the building. I think we have another traditional altar. That will be made yeah, inside yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. right? Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll be so fun. that's just Dia, but you wow. first. Let's just start. Little Jose, where okay. were you born? <laughs> I was born in Mexico and Oaxaca. In Oaxaca? Oaxaca. Yeah. Oh, dude. Great ago. food over there, man. Uh, not because I'm from there, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they make really good That's where good I spent my honeymoon. I think oh, I shared this. Yeah, it was a surf trip, really. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> ben, her husband spent a good time over there. Oh, yeah. Husband. No, Oaxaca was okay. beautiful. Yeah, no, oh, it is. And so many artists over there, you know, like they do all kinds of stuff. The ceramics, sculpture, painters. Oh, you name it. Were you born or surrounded by artists or how was that? What was your story growing up? No, not a lot. I mean, my mom always like embroider. And so she was always like working on something. So maybe that's where I kind of got my artsy. Did painting come way later? Yeah. So I was born in Mexico, right? And then um, when I was nine, that's when we moved here. My dad used to work here like in Napa with the vineyards. And so when I was nine, all of us moved out here. Did your dad come first? Yeah, and then so brought the family. it was very typical, right? Where it's like family stays back in Mexico, dad comes, works for the season, goes back in you know the winter, comes back again in spring, and really, honestly, like I mean, it, I think it was like twenty when I actually took art seriously. Okay, so it was quite a while afterwards. Same kind of story, just growing yeah, up that's... and being influenced. We talked about Gerardo's story and coming here. How was it for you? You were telling me the story of just being in school and the completely different culture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was completely 180 because, you know, you have all your family, you have all your friends. 
I was in fourth grade when I came here, and then no when English. You came? Yeah, same yeah. Time. Oh wow. What year you were here? Oh god, ninety seven. Oh okay, a little uh, later than me. I yeah. came ninety. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I mean, we had no family here, no, like, one uncle, maybe, and so it was just really us, and so without English, my mom didn't drive, my dad was constantly working, and so, yeah, it was very difficult, and so there wasn't a whole lot to do. Was it different when you, your first day of school? I want to hear this. Yeah, I want you to listen to Jose, to his podcast, because he was shocked, right? Oh, well, I mean, I don't even remember, probably, like, probably very difficult, like, man, man, going back. Because you don't know anything. You don't know the culture. You don't know how to communicate. You're just lost. For me, it was food because uh, I was yeah. telling them that my first day I was I was walking. Another kid, he's like, hey, come over here to the lunch area. He's like, you're going to get breakfast. I'm like, breakfast? Yeah. Get out of here. He's like, yeah, it's free. I'm like, free? What? Right. What's going on? You know, yeah. like I remember like the chocolate milk carton, stuff oh like that. So it was I like, remember that square pizza. It yeah. Was, it was square, pizza. square pizza. It was Delicious. great. I mean, when Delicious. you don't have that and uh, then it's free. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to the food soon because this All is right. definitely Gerardo's background. And Sounds I can't good. wait to hear you guys talk about. So I don't know a lot about your painting. Now I'm new here mm-hmm. at the center too. Well, he's been here for about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. So is it really colorful, your painting? Yeah, I would say yeah. some of it is, like, especially the ones that I'm working know, on right like, now. Yeah. For like like the Mexico, the like Mexico is really colorful. I know like their art is colorful. So you also do some pretty politically charged work too, which I a really like. I see some traditional Dia paintings, very yeah. bright with the skulls and all of that. And that's beautiful stuff. But what took you down that route too? You did a show yeah. and I saw one that was amazing of Martin Luther King that oh, you yeah, had yeah, did. Yeah. I think that was a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm one of those very privileged artists, I guess, where I had a real job after college. So I went to SF State, got a bachelor's in studio painting and art history. And uh-huh. so afterwards, you know, I was like, what are you going to do with that? And so I was very fortunate right afterwards, right? I started working with one of the hotter balloon companies in Napa. Uh-huh. And then right after, like maybe two months after that, I was able to get a job with, it was called the Wolf Center at the time. And it was a drug and alcohol outpatient rehab facility for youth. Oh, and so really? I in Napa? Yeah. So I literally show up the with Wolf my... The Wolf House. The Wolf Center. Wolf um, Center. Okay. Yeah. I wonder how long that's been there. I feel like oh, I... It's I, been a long time. I remember... Yeah. Because I was like 10 years ago. Your friends going through this. 11 years ago. <laughs> and so I literally showed up with my art portfolio and I sold art therapy, even though I'm not a therapist or anything like that. But it's like, hey, you know, art is it, a universal language. It is universal therapeutic language. regardless. Yeah. And so they went for it. And so I got a lot of training, everything. And for like nine and a half years, I was doing like... Drug and alcohol educational groups, uh, just kind of like helping some of those youth. Yeah. And art was a huge thing because it's like that's how you communicate with people that aren't able to put things into words. Art is the universal language. And so for a lot of those kids, we created a very safe space where it was I was at the schools and literally they would come in. I would have art supplies for them. I would have snacks. We would sit in a circle, talk about art and everything, right? Yeah. Some of them might not even be exposed to. Oh, absolutely. You know, no art or not even, uh, I can't do that. Usually that's the first inkling a lot of times if Mm -hmm. you're, I can't do that. But you really make it accessible. I hope, right? And I hope that's the case. But something happens, I think it's like middle school where we learn that judgment starts kicking in and they're not really good. And you start comparing yourself to your neighbor 
And then people go different routes. Some people take up sports. Some people do other things. They get a job. And somehow art gets neglected and just put in the backseat. And we forget how incredibly therapeutic it can be. One thing that we always promoted with those kids was mindfulness. Mindfulness is like a beautiful thing where nothing exists. You're in the moment. You're in the present. It doesn't have to be painting. It's whatever you're doing. You're just focused and it's a reset button, right? Yeah. The world doesn't exist. Whatever you're there doing, you're just focused on that. I did that for a real long time. And so I had a real job that allowed me to paint whatever I wanted. Yeah. Not what people wanted me to paint. And I just did whatever I wanted to. I had like whatever was going on in the world at the time. I would just kind of try to document it. I think as artists, we have a responsibility to kind of document and tell stories mm-hmm. a little bit, right? I like to think that my political paintings, they're not very political. I wouldn't say political, but yeah. definitely. They're just social awareness. Yes, Where it's exactly. like, hey, this is what's going on. what's going on. And it's a little snapshot of what was going on, I like to think. And then randomly, I would do random stuff whenever I just wanted to. And so... Well, you do not only bilingual paint night here. Mm-hmm. I just noticed over the summertime that you were really involved with the libraries all mm-hmm. over the county as well. In Sonoma County and maybe Napa as well. Yeah. So you're kind of a hustler. <laughs> that no. is great. So, I see so many people. You'll take snapshots of all these yeah. kids and adults that have been in your paint nights. So it started as a fundraising event for one of my friends whose mom passed away. And he's like, hey, why don't we do like a little painting class? People will donate and we'll make a scholarship. I was like, yeah, it's genius. And so from that, somebody said, hey, can we do that for my birthday? I think it was really fun. I'm like, okay, let's do it. When did this start? Oh, man, that was like probably like five, six years ago. Yeah. Before the paint and sip got real popular. Yeah, it just word of mouth. (laughs) And then in the beginning, it was like maybe a class every other month. And then little by little, it started picking up, picking up, picking up. When the pandemic happened and everything got shut down, I was able to do it with the Wolf Center through Aldea. We did virtual painting classes and we had so many of that. We got people, their um, materials, everything. So it was really fun. And then once everything started to get back to normal, it just took off. I'm now teaching like on a regular basis. I have at least one class a week. Last week I had three June, July this year was amazing. Like I had 15 classes each month. And this is on top of working at the yeah. ballooning company. So this is on top of working at the balloons. What, what time with is ballooning? ballooning? Because that's an early morning. morning. In the morning probably. It's early, right? So we catch sunrise. So we <laughs> we work with the sun. And I do that. And then I also work with the Napa Valley College. Okay. So, oh, all right. Yeah. So yeah. after ballooning, I go to Napa College. I go to the schools. I help... Um, Students enrolled, get them into classes. And then on my free time, I paint. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me also about Napa Valley painting and yes. Mare Island painting. What oh. about the Mare Island? Because Mare Island is like <laughs> yeah. such a small little so, sort of sub-community right. that people don't really know about out here. But oh, I know. It's based from a military base, right? It is. That is. Gordon used to work there. Yeah, exactly. I have a lot of friends' dads that worked out there in one way or another. I used to play soccer. And then the kids would bus bus in the schools or be a few from Mare Island. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get to Mare Island? Like, (laughs) tell me about it. When I graduated SF State, I came back to uh, Napa Valley College to say hi to some of my teachers, counselors, and stuff, right? And they're like, hey, you got to meet this guy, Mark Martin. He has a studio in Vallejo. You guys will probably hit it off. And so they introduced me and he's like, hey, I need help with a couple of big paintings. If you don't mind just helping out and come check out the studio. And I was like, of course, you know, broke college kid. 
And then like within a month, like a little closet opened up. It was literally like eight feet by eight feet. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, of course I'll take that. And that can be my studio. Oh I was so God. happy. A studio. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, it was a little closet, but hey, it yeah, was my studio. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's your studio. Yeah. You can keep your things there. And so when I started doing the classes, right, we needed a name. And so Napa Valley Painting came to be. It's definitely like pops up in the Google right. So it's really nice. I was like, ah, let's do that. So my studio is on Mare Island. We're at the Mare Island Art Studios. There's 18 of us, I believe. Really? And so we have a bunch of studios and we're constantly having shows. Every month there's a sh- new show happening. Some Did you classes just have there. a show? No, it's been a oh, while okay. actually. Yeah. Yeah. We're starting to do classes there. So there's stuff to do out there. Fantastic. Yeah. And I want to come out for it too. Oh, it's super nice. Mostly because I've been out there so long. You got the Mare Island Brewing Company. You got some tasting rooms. There's a couple little things that you wow. can do on the island. It's pretty nice. Gerardo's used to fishing. Yeah, I always see that like, there was a lot of empty buildings there. Oh, yeah. when I first moved in, it was a ghost town. It yeah. was like, I literally had to warn people. I was like, ah, I know it looks scary. You'll be fine. But yeah, they took a lot of those buildings down. Oh, no it's pretty empty. Huh. It's Sad. in Pablo Bay, right? Yeah. So for those that are listening, Mare Island is in between Leo and Sonoma, really. San Pablo Bay, yeah, all kinda. of that area. We're always flooded. Right all after the that time. bridge. That was it like 29 bridge, right? The yeah. 37? 37 bridge. That's yeah. right. 37, mm-hmm. yeah. Just a little snippet inside. Of yeah, no, it's a beautiful spot. I love this place. Hey, it's where the magic happens, I guess. The magic. Yes. <laughs> well, so how did you find us or did we find you? Did you reach out to Jill? No, I think she reached out. I really, really? don't know. I have okay. no idea. I, I don't, don't know remember. if she remembers either. I really don't remember how this <laughs> happened. I'm glad it did. I know. Me too. You've been here for a while. Do you do any work at La Luz? La no, Luz Center? I have not, but I would love to. What? Yeah. <laughs> right, That's a magical yeah. spot. I need a yeah. connection. Well, here's your connection. His wife, Sonia, oh, works yeah, over there. Works, yeah. mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. It would be amazing to, to work them. with them. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Latinos there too. Yeah. They're always looking for bilingual artists too. Yeah, so. no. I'd love to help. Because, yeah, unfortunately, with the Hispanic community, like my story and everything, right? We don't do a lot of artsy stuff. Like, we don't take the time to sit and paint, sit and draw. And nobody got you know? time for that when they got bills, man. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's really no, hard. Like you said, you were so difficult. You were lucky because you had a job. Oh, be unlucky. That's super cool. But Latinos, is, they don't got time. They either no. work and they have to pay rent, man, yeah. and eat. I'm beyond privileged, that's for sure, where I can take the time and just go paint. You have to have like a really really good parents who are supportive of your, you know. Yeah, no, my parents were I think it also takes a little discipline on on your side as well. I mean, to really make sure that Mm -hmm. that's time outside of working. And it sounds like you're working two jobs and you're doing your craft at the same time. Super different, like the way Latinos live in the United States and then the way that we live in Mexico. Because in Mexico, we don't have to worry about rent. We own houses. Yeah, Everybody owns houses. So we take that where we have a little bit more freedom to Mm -hmm. do more things in Mexico than we do here. Here it's like, if you don't work, you don't pay rent. Yeah. Yeah. And so... So that's why a lot of people who live here, they go and retire in Mexico and they live like kings and they can do a lot of things down yeah. there. And that's funny because that's what ultimately that made me decide to go into art because I was fresh out of high school. I think I was 20. I was at the Napa College and that's when I first 
decided to take like a painting class because I had always doodled and sketched, but I never really painted it. In my high school, art class didn't count because it was just like, eh, I'm just going to take it for an ECA. But when I got there, it was half the people in that room was fresh out of high school, 18-year-old kids, you know, super excited and motivated, whatever. And then the rest of them were like retired people who had... The time. They wanted the to resources. do it now. Yeah. And one of those uh, individuals, I clearly remember what she said. She was like, now that I'm retired and I have time, I would love to go back to something that I used to love. And I thought that was the saddest statement anybody could possibly make. It's like, <laughs> you're telling me that you went a lifetime without doing something that you wanted to do? Oh, yeah. Yes, it's never too late. Of course, never too late. But you went a lifetime without painting. You and can't that, imagine, huh? No, and that pretty much like cemented the idea that I'm going to be painting the rest of my life and I'm going to start right now and I'm going to do it and we'll figure it out as I go. That's, I'm going to try to use that on when I try to inspire the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and from that moment, I, was, I knew there was no question in my mind, like absolutely knew that painting was for me and I was going to paint the rest of my life. And your family, did they encourage it? Oh, yeah. So going back, it was very easy. It's once as soon as I graduated high school, it's either you work or you right. go to school. Either you pick. You have one yeah. job. That's what I always tell my kids. Yeah. You have one job right now in school. Just yeah. do good in school. That's it. Well, that was the same thing. Yeah. When I got out, I was like, well, if you're going to live here, you're going to pay rent. Yep. So it's either going to be through a job or if you choose school, then that's okay. You can live yeah. here still, you know. And so fortunately for me, I loved school. So then I was like, yeah, I'll go to school. <laughs> yeah. You love school, huh? Not me, man. I'm like, get out of here, school. I want out of here. You know? <laughs> no, and I mean, once I switched my major to art, it was very... Yeah. Storygram Network. Hello, everyone. We have John Schinberg here, who is our facilities master, keeps everything together. How are you, Molly? Good. Hey, you have an upcoming show. And tell us a little bit about what we can support. Share with everyone that's listening a show that's coming up, as well as more what this place is all about. Yeah, no problem. It's out at uh, Netry Airport, 300 County Airport Road, Vacaville, California. We run a museum. We have quite a few unique pieces out there, planes, a couple of motorcycles, some army vehicles. It's sort of a passion. I don't do it as much. I used to be affiliated with the uh, Travis Museum. Where was the Travis Museum? Out at Travis Air Force Base. Okay. Yeah. And so you were in... Military, the long, military, long time. Yes. yeah, right. Yes. Okay, so it's it's still kind of a passion of collecting yes. memorabilia from there and stories and stuff. Is yeah. this what it's about? Absolutely. For instance, at Travis, I have four of my dad's planes, which two of them are wow. war planes. Yeah, he flew an F eighty six in the Korean War and then flew a uh, a C seven Caribou in Vietnam. And so, is this an ongoing museum? Anybody can go out there. There's not a yes. show coming up. It's open. Yeah, we're open uh, seven days a week, 10 till 4 p.m. Free admission. Uh, we are affiliated with the uh, Jelly Belly folks out there. So we always have a, yeah, a bag of Jelly Bellies now for you Now we guys. know exactly where you're talking about. We have a fundraiser coming up on September 16th from mm-hmm. uh, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's titled Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Appropriate. Yes, yeah. And actually, we'll be covering all three. We already have the planes out there. We have a lot of cars. Car clubs and car enthusiasts, so they'll be bringing their own personal cars out. 
And then the last thing, we have the model club out the Nutshire Airport. We're actually going to have a train on tracks that the kids will be able to ride on. And then what we're looking at is uh, $10 for adults, five for children from age to 12, and anybody under five would be free. Military with ID is $5 also. Amazing. So there's going to be food, refreshments, all kinds of stuff. The fundraiser, the dollars, I'm sure everybody says the same things, the dollars keep the doors open. Is there a best way to get a hold if there's more information? Absolutely. The uh, phone number on that would be in 707-449-3402. And then the website would be rollandfreedomcenter.org. Is it R-O-L-A-N-D? R-O-W-L-A-N-D. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, like Roland. He is the inventor of the Jelly Bellies. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, a very strong supporter for us. Folks, check out the museum. Support. Go all year. Take the kids. Are you going up to Sacramento? You're in line. Nut Tree is a great place. Not just the shopping malls with the little mini. Take them on a real ride over here. If you're studying something that you love, yeah, I mean, because I started out doing some art classes Mm -hmm. at the JC. Not that I didn't love it. I I really learned a lot. Loved color theory class. That was my favorite. Super heavy handed, by the way. (laughs) 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 And nothing is like, like, cram, I'm probably going to break it. You know, like that. Then I went to dance. Mm -hmm. And of course, it didn't feel like school because you love it so much. Yeah. And like you said, the make time for art and Nah, when you're an artist, there's no time. There, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's, it's more the discipline that... Of course. It's a part I, of your I used routine. To, I used to paint when I was young, and mm. I loved painting, and yeah. I stopped doing it because yeah. I had to work. My kids are really good at it, too. i show you a painting my daughter made. Oh, wow. His daughter is very... My daughter is really artistic. She yeah. loves painting, so... She, she picks so, it up easily. Yeah. She's great at she's the ceramics wheel. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I always tell her, if that's what you want to do, do it. Like, we support you, you know? I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's what I would tell the kids, right? The only piece of advice that I can give you is that just go with what you like. If you're doing something that you love, you're going to be happy. You're going to be positive. Positivity attracts people and just positivity attracts more positivity. So if you're happy, things are going to work out. I mean, you're going to get paid for something that you love to do. That's what I always tell my kids is like, do what you want to do. Like, yeah. don't listen to people. Just if you want to do it, do it because you're going to get paid also. You're going to make money making something that you really love. And often it's not really money based. It's, you're in it. I you, was, you gonna, love it. So you still, you're going to end up it. like me in a chicken place feeling like a chicken <laughs> after three years, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, you mean your chicken job? Yeah, the, the job chicken you hated job the most over in Petaluma? Oh, <laughs> the worst job ever, man. Have you been with the ballooning companies? How you've been doing that since you were young? Ballooning. Oh, or is it like Did you ever go up on those things? Yeah. Wow. I'm afraid of heights, man. I can't do those things. Oh, I'm dying to go. Oh, I actually so... have a friend that had a ballooning company. I don't even know if it's the same ballooning companies, but which one? Danielle Marshall's dad. Oh man, I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole. We'll have to find it out after yeah. we're done. But he had a Sonoma Bologna Company and yeah, Sonoma no, for a very long like, time. I probably end up like around the world, like the movie, oh. all over the place <laughs> with the nice and went. No, no, yeah. I'm done. So it's really funny how everything is connected, right? Because when I was at SF State, one of my classmates was doing a sunflower field with hotter balloons. That was her painting. Okay. And so I told her, I was like, hey, next time I go to Napa, I'm going to get some pictures for you because I see them all the time. You can use them as references. 
And so then it's like, okay, well, we take up on private property and we go with the wind. We're just making it up as we go. So I can't really tell you where they're going to land. So, and, but then like, hey, we're hiring. So if you want a job. So I was like, eh, Cody's a weekend job. And so wow. that's how I got started with that. Have you ever had any situations that are a little, little sketchy, a little scary? So there's a lot of prep work. And so before, right. And so we're constantly looking at weather. And so if it's a windy day, things like that, right. We're going to do like, it. What's the limit of uh, wind that you guys can be out there? It all depends on the surface, right? So up there, 1,000, 2,000 feet, 3,000, we can go pretty fast. What matters is what's it doing on the surface? Because you want to come in like under 10 miles an hour. Yeah. After that, you know. How fast can it go up there depending upon the wind? The fastest I've gone is 38 miles an hour. Oh, that's, that's scary. That's scary. But no, it sounds amazing. So there's no sense of motion, right? Because you're part of the wind. So you don't uh, feel that you're traveling. The only reason you know you're traveling is because the ground is moving, but there's no sense of motion. You whatsoever. guys give like parachutes to people? Uh, the balloon there? is a big parachute. I know, but what about the that parachute goes? <laughs> He's being super paranoid. It's just like hate, surfers hate, and yeah. the ocean. It's on my heights, man. Yeah. No, like surfers in the ocean and, and sharks. You so know? on and off, because I took a big break between 12 years maybe. Because oh. that's kind of when I started, but then I took a really long break and then came back and then went, took a break. And so last February, I went to Utah and got my uh, commercial pilot's license. And so... Driving yeah. planes? Well, or hot, plane, air hot air balloons. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so No, it's amazing. You're it's, in it. Well, you have to be a pilot, right? To get the balloon, right? I hope so. So before it was mostly like a lot of setup and getting the balloon yeah. up there, but now you mm-hmm. are in charge. So of- how do you get it down? Is it like... See, it's heat, right? You heat. put heat, you go up, you let it cool, you come down. Huh. Kind of like a stove, Colorado. There you go. Well, I know, with because I saw hey, a movie where propane. they had like sandbags and they used to like... Oh, yeah, that's old school. You release, yeah, you release the sandbags and you go higher, no? Yeah. So there's a weight balance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, we use propane and so, you know... you. Just put a little bit of heat, you climb, you let it cool, you come down, and you navigate with the winds. What's the best story you ever had from a balloon? Balloon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean... It seems like every single one is over Joe. There's always a lot of, will you marry me? Kind oh, of thing. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get, um, So cheesy. I've had people. five of them, and it, they're all yeah. yeses so far, so it's pretty amazing. I, you never I say, like, like, don't do it, don't do it. Oh, he's so bitter. He just had his anniversary, which is actually awesome. And he loves his wife and talked well about her. But <laughs> yeah, no. was, he's, got his, he's got a scolding attitude yeah. today. So we always try to catch sunrise. And so watching the sunrise wow. up there, it's pretty epic, pretty magical. So if you ever get a chance, you should definitely come fly with us. I want to do it. I yeah, want to do it. I, I've always wanted to do it. It was just like, and I think I could like in middle school that people could volunteer or something like that for this ballooning company, but it was Probably. really, it was really quite early for me. <laughs> I'm yeah, not a no. morning bird, but that would be it, the most amazing thing. So it's Napa Valley ballooning right uh, now? Sonoma ballooning. Sonoma ballooning. Yeah, here okay. in Sonoma. <laughs> Where do you guys off, take off from? Uh, Sky Park. Okay. Yeah. 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 Out there. Uh, you guys should definitely come Rickety planes. Oh, Sky Park. It's that little... Airplane place, right? Airport. The airport. <laughs> Airplane place, sorry. Yeah. she's laughing at me. I'm getting hotter. I feel like I'm melting right now. So my brain's melting a little bit as well. 
Sky Park's been around for a long time. I, I don't know if it's always called Sky Park, but they definitely have some old stories out of there. So back to the painting. You have a show coming up here for Dia. Are you excited? Is it some Very older excited. work or have you been working on some new work as well? Yeah. So I actually have two shows coming up. On the 7th is going to be my show at my studio on Mare Island. September 7th? October 7th. October 7th. Yeah. Oh, so, putting it all in the same. Yeah. No, yeah. go big or go home. So that's one show. And then here in Sonoma, right, I'm going to focus more on the day of the dead stuff. I've been working with a series of uh, images and I have an idea for this epic painting. So I'm going to get started uh, probably this weekend. Epic painting for Mare Island or for Dia? Maybe both. Uh, And is there kind of more of a painting what you see? Usually there's a theme around a show. For the most part, Yeah, right? what's your Mare Island? So the Mare Island one is going to be the big paintings that I have, mainly because they're really hard to transport, right? I don't want to run a truck, and they're right there at the studio. And unfortunately, right, I don't have shows that often, so yeah. they've been collecting dust. So it's time for them to come <laughs> out and then, you know, Do you get commissioned work as well? People Occasionally, can commission you? but it has to be something, like, exciting. Otherwise, like, no, it's not worth it. And even when you do a commission, that's really great. You get attached and then I don't want to sell it. Yeah. And so it's like. So what about that Martin Luther King? I saw a video on Uh, Instagram. How can they find you on Instagram actually? J Martinez Art is my uh, page. And then Napa Valley Painting is my teaching page. But yeah, I try to post a lot of art stuff there. But yeah, the Martin Luther King one is awesome. It's like a six by six feet painting. So that's the ones you will see at Mayor Island. Do you ever do any murals or is that not really your thing? Yeah, I'm not big into murals, I guess, right? But I've done a couple with the school. So Valley Oak, American Canyon High School, just helping the students out and things like that. I like to work with the students and, you know, again, promote art and give them something to do, something that's pro-social. So speaking of being social outside of art and working all the time, you have friends, you have a sibling. Are you married? Are you not? No, oh, yeah. No. All that. Uh, yeah. Single so, and up. <laughs> yeah, single and just pretty much work. Fortunately, I love what I do. I love yeah. waking up at 3.30 in the morning to go ballooning. <laughs> I've been doing it for so long that I don't mind it whatsoever. Again, ballooning is magical. Come fly with us. And then I really like working at the college and helping those students out. I have a great group of friends out there. So it's really fun to go work with them. And then, you know, like after that, I get to go to my studio and then I get ready for classes, which are always exciting because all those classes are super awesome. I get to meet amazing people. And again, just the fact that I can give you something that makes you feel a little bit better and just excites you. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And then I'm free time I paint. So, yeah, okay. no, it's pretty great. That's my social life right there. Not that. Uh, let's hop over food. Let's talk sure. food. What's your favorite? Do you have any meals that are like reminiscent of your youth? And what do you like now that's in like Napa, Mare Island and around? So not because my mom is my mom, but she can cook. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So when she married my dad, she moved in with my grandma. My grandma used to know everything, right? And so no, my mom knows all the traditional Oaxacan dishes. And not. Tell me about some of the more traditional ones that you love. I don't know. Like, I mean, chiles rellenos, they're very different than what... People know us chiles rellenos for us, uh-huh. right? Ours are very sweet. They're bright orange. Like the sauce, they is like plantains, raisins. The meat is like nice and sweet. It's completely different than what people know what's chiles rellenos. Uh, our tamales are very specific. Our porzol is very specific. But yeah, it's amazing. You guys use uh, banana leaves for your tamales? Yeah. 
I used to have a friend uh, from Oaxaca uh-huh. in Mexico, and we used to have banana plants. Uh-huh. And every Saturday, he was making, he was like, hey, can I go cut some banana leaves? I'm like, yeah, man, come in. He used to <laughs> cut those banana leaves, and those tamales were Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. It holds in yeah. all the moisture. Right? Moist, yeah. Yeah, really? yeah. nice. Yeah. And then also Oaxaca, they make really good mole. Yes, our mole. Yeah. They got so many different types mm-hmm. of mole. So green, yeah. red, whites, you name it. Yep. And the it's sweet just one. Oh. the sweet one, yeah. They add so many ingredients. There's like over 30 something ingredients that goes to a mole. You can always go to the store and just <laughs> buy it, you know. <laughs> but Oaxaca is pretty good with mole. Yeah. No, yeah. I lucked out. My mom is amazing. In Oaxaca, where'd you live down there? Was it like a smaller village or is yeah. it bigger? What was the name of it? Santo Domingo Tonala. Okay. So it's a small little town. And yeah. I lived there for nine years. and You still have family down there? Yeah, all families out there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you've been there? Oh, man, it's been forever. With work and everything and like time yeah. to travel hasn't happened. It's gotta. Yeah. Gotta go see no, family. I need to. You know, one of the places I just discovered in Napa was on Saturday, I believe. I was, I was driving by Jefferson Street. I wasn't driving. My wife was driving because I got one bad eye. I looked over to my left and I saw this thing called Mother Tacos. Oh, yes. <laughs> amazing. Ah! Is this the Napa version of Costas? Yes. It's amazing. Yes. Spot. If you're in Sonoma, Costa Tacos is the place. Don't go anywhere else. <laughs> but if you're in Napa, try those Mother Tacos, man. Really? They're delicious. The one taco that I like is the Chilorio. And it's almost because I'm from Mazatlan. So we Sinaloa, we have Chilorio. That's our big thing. It's a breakfast, kind of like chorizo, but it's the shredded beef. And it's like soaked in this red sauce, which is like, you know, chilies. And you use it for breakfast. And I saw that they had it on the menu. I'm like, I'm sorry, wife, but I'm going to order one taco of each. And they're <laughs> making it right there. They're making handmade tortillas. Oh, they are? Yes. Oh, Pretty amazing. Yeah. So I tried it. Chilorio was delicious. Asada was delicious. Al Pastor was delicious. But my favorite one was the chicharron one. Oh, haven't had that one, so I definitely will. Which one's that? Chicharron is the the carnitas, almost like the pig skin. And it's super simple. It was just the chicharron, and then all they added it was the pico de gallo on top. And that was it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's, that's what you need. And they just a little lime juice on top, and bam, I was in heaven. <laughs> I was in heaven on that yeah. thing. My wife was driving, and I was eating them, and my wife was looking at me, how are they? I'm like, they're delicious, wife. Wait until you try this. I ordered did a elote. Eat them all? I did. I did. She didn't get any. I left her a elote. She had. I bought her a elote because she likes elotes. Uh, what is that? Uh, the corn. Oh, okay. So it was uh, barbecue corn. So pretty much not barbecue, but they put it on the, the, the grill. The, in the grill, and they put the mother sauce on top, and then queso cortija on top. Oh yeah. My wife says one of the best elotes she ever had. That she's like counting the day she wants to go back there. I'm like, uh, okay, wow. so right. we need Tomorrow. to make Mother a trip. Tacos. Mother Tacos. We're going to go to Mother there. Tacos and then we're going to go out to Mare Island to see your show and yeah. visit your studio. That That's like a, a date for everyone. There you go. <laughs> you know, when we cross over to the county. So, yeah. Yeah, no, Napa is actually pretty good. It has a lot of good food. My favorite uh, breakfast place is La Cheve. Which is in uh, Sasco, I think. It's I a pretty awesome spot. It's uh, uh, yeah. Silverado. Yeah, Silverado. Right? Yeah, yeah, Silverado. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I do a painting class once a month. There oh, no guys. way. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. See? Delicious place to go have yep. breakfast. Pretty cool. Why can't you guys collab on a paint night? <laughs> Instead of like 
sipping paint. It can be eating Eat. paint. We should do a paint yeah. night in here garden. and have uh, La Costa's. Yeah. Uh, that would be amazing. This guy over here, Gerardo, makes amazing ceviche. Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm from really Mazatlan. I have to make me right? ceviche. Better. <laughs> so, do you have any siblings? I forgot to ask. Yeah. Brothers and sisters? Two sisters, one brother. Do they live around here? Yeah, in Napa. So. In Napa. Are we pretty close with them? Yeah. Yeah. One of them works at the county, the other one police department, the other one, uh, oh my goodness, I forget where he works. Y'all, I'm an artist. You got the lucky card, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, no, again, going back to like pretty privileged because man, it's fun. Yeah. My worry is like, do I have enough pain for tomorrow? That's pretty much it. That's a good worry. Well, is there anything else that you want to relay? Like, tell us again. We can find you on Instagram. I know visually, I think it's worth it. Everybody take a look at all the paintings that you have. Yeah, thank you. Jay Martinez. Jay Martinez Art it would be my personal one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Napa Valley Painting is my teaching Instagram page. So with the Sonoma Library, right? So yeah. we have 10 classes coming up with spots for 24 people. Completely free. So wow. all over How place, are we like supposed every, to sell our class? I know. Every library. You're making it hard <laughs> for us, man. <laughs> yeah. Every library gets a class. That's this amazing. Fall. Wow. You know, the library overall, Sonoma County, Napa County, I feel like has such amazing programs. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's so many things they do. They're for free. They're always next to us yeah. mm-hmm. at the farmer's market. We do yeah, the I outreach like booth. Them. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> we do get a little jealous. All, here we are doing arts activities and all, and they're paint and yeah. you're coloring crayons. They have all the, like, the supplies to give away. So. In your classes, do you get a lot of Latinos, kids? No, not a whole lot. Wow. Not That's here, huh? What about Napa? Napa, you, I figure you get more of the car, right? No? So it really depends, but I would say not a whole whole lot. Because, you know, like that was the whole point of having these classes, right? Bilingual classes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, not a a lot. Wow. Which goes back to, you know, what we're just talking about. Was it hard when you went to school where there's a lot of gangs, right? Back in the 90s, (laughs) and especially Napa. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of gangs there. Yeah. And so what kept me out of trouble was uh, sports. I played soccer in school. And so that really kept me out of trouble. I was in karate after school. And so, I figured you would work like with all these trouble kids since you're in Napa. The whole time I was sitting here, I'm like, oh, maybe he works for a lot of trouble kids in Napa, teaching them how to paint, get them out of their yeah. gangs yeah, so or stuff. It was kids with drug and alcohol addiction problems, uh, kids who had family members who were dealing with addiction, youth on probation, gang members. That was my population that I worked with. Like a therapy for them, huh? Basically. Yeah. And oh, I adore working with those kids. Hopefully one day I can get to go back to it. You ever do work with the, like the juvenile halls? Oh, I used to go into juvenile hall and do art class with them. My I brother works to... in the Napa juvenile hall. Oh, who's your brother? Yeah, Jacob Lerma. He works there. Know, maybe. Uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah he's in the night there. shift. He's the night oh, okay. shift guy. Yeah, so I used to go on Friday nights and do art with the kids. I used to go like twice a week and do drug and alcohol education for them. I did that for like nine and a half years. Nice. So, I figure those kids who need some stuff like that, you know. No, everybody needs a little outlet. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had a really good, easy time connecting with these kids through art. Like that was my ticket in. Because, you know, they're very like, and they have to be, right? Because, I mean, they've been through so much. They're not just going to let anybody in. And so art was amazing because it's like, hey, let me share a couple little tricks. This is what I do. And fortunately, right, I have work that, you know, it's like, ooh, I like that. How did you do that? And before yeah. you know it, we're talking and all of a sudden it's like, hey, tell me about what's going on with your PL, you know? It's like, hey, what are you doing there? Cut it out. <laughs> and so, I love that. 
Well, we're lucky to have you and oh, you'll still you. be coming back here. Is there another paint night set up in October or this season? Do you uh, remember we have Juliet? two here. Yeah. I think it's I part of kind of our Dia series yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. We're also honoring Hispanic Heritage Month as mm-hmm. well. So we'll have a lot of artists and showcasing them come through as well. But everybody, you got to come down yeah, during please. Dia, especially October 13th. We will have a traditional gallery opening yeah. and your work will be for sale yeah. as well. Uh huh. We'll and then Dia, if you missed it the first time, that will be up November 2nd. And... All kinds of good stuff. Anything else you want to share with us? I think that's pretty much it. I don't know. That's kind of when it comes to what I do. You know what else? I think it really works in your benefit. Your voice is amazing. So when you talk about like just not an arts therapy class, it's really, and you talk about mindfulness, it's really calming. Oh, good. No, it is relaxing. I already feel like I'm not really that stressed about getting to back to school (laughs) night right now. Yeah. It definitely helps that I love doing what I do. Yeah. So then it's like, you know, I think you can hear the excitement and the enthusiasm absolutely real i'm not being fake no and so yeah hopefully you get (laughs) get a chance to come and take a class with us absolutely jose thank you for coming here kind of last minute on the super hot music room day and i think that's kind of all we have for this show anything we want to share no just uh be a good person be a good person Paint. Yep. And come and sign your kids to after school programs, please. Talk about art. We have yeah. after school programs. We have yep, art yep, and we yep. have clay and we have culinary and we have movement. Yeah, this is a great and spot. And dancing as well. So this used to be a school. So yeah. it, it continues on. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, no, Molly. Thank you guys. Stay okay. cool. You Jose, too. Thank you. Thank you guys. <laughs>